Welcome back. Um, Bridget Morton, Neil Jones, Barry Soper with us this evening. Uh, we'll come through and uh, talk about what's happened to the voting. I remember three years ago that it happened the same thing. They said, oh, don't you worry, there's plenty of advanced voting and we'll dump all the votes in at 7.30 and it'll be an early night. And yet again, it didn't happen then. It's not happened now. Uh, but we need to talk to Chloe Swarbrick, who, as we speak to you this evening, 33% of the vote, a third of the vote is in, in Auckland Central. Uh, she still leads 6,526 votes to 6,132 for Helen White, so the seat swings left either way. Chloe, good evening. Kia ora. how you doing, Mike? Very well indeed. You must be thrilled. Ah, oh, look, it's early days still. We always knew that this election was going to come down to turnout when it comes to this electorate of Auckland Central that we've thrown everything at as a local campaign, or the referendums, which we unfortunately don't get the results for for another two weeks. But yeah, we're still waiting for those 70 odd uh, percent to return. But nonetheless, it is still exciting times to know that we are in the race and currently out ahead. What have you put your success down to? Because I look at the party vote, Labor's got 46% of the vote so far, the Green Party have got 20% of the vote so far. You are in the lead. So you're out polling your party, in other words, you've done well. What do you put that down to? We put that down to campaigning and basically what this says to us is campaigning works. From the second lockdown here across Auckland, we've been out there door knocking, holding street corner meetings and speaking to as many people as possible who are on the city side in Waiheke and as well in Great Barrier Island, Aotea. So Mike, to me this shows that actually building a grassroots campaign, building a community and touching base with people where they actually are is the meaning of politics and that's works. I'm sure it takes nothing away from your victory if you go ahead and win it uh, but you needed to win to keep the Greens alive but the Greens themselves are doing very well tonight 8.2 around the country so they'll be thrilled as well Oh, mate, we're stoked. But again, still early days. I mean, what you know historically is that no political party in the MMP era has gone as a minor party into a government uh, kind of coalition or confidence and supply arrangement and come out the other side stronger. So this would be historic. So we're watching those results with a huge amount of anticipation. Chloe, what do you expect your relationship with the Labour Party if it is a majority government? Would you... Uh, would you see yourself, not you in particular, but the Greens being at the Cabinet table? Look Barry, it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, one of the many things that I love about the Greens and I'm interested to hear your take is the fact that we're an incredibly democratic party. I think not all too many people would be eagerly forgetting the fact that we had a, a Zoom call of approximately 450 Green Party members in 2017 after the election on whether we ratified the confidence and supply deal as negotiated between the Greens and Labour and we'll be going through a say, the similar process uh, this time around. So at this point Far too early to predict what happens, but we will be pushing ahead with whatever is the best possible outcome for people across this country. Good on you, Chloe. Good to catch up, and if you win, congratulations, and uh, we may well talk later on in the night. Chloe Swarbrick, who is in Auckland Central with us tonight. I want to come back, Gary. Barry, just think about this. In Southland at the moment, I ask you for obvious reasons, in Southland at the moment, Labour as a party are polling 44% to Nationals 32, which makes no sense. So we'll come back, think about that, and give us an answer in a moment. Grant Robertson's with us. Grant, good evening. Evening, Mike. Got to be stoked. Oh, very positive early results. But, you know, these are the advanced results, uh, Mike. So we've got to make sure we wait till we get all of the overall one. It's only about 22% of the overall vote has actually um, already been counted. But it's a very positive start, for sure. I asked David Parker earlier on. He said 48.3. If I'd asked you at 4 o'clock this afternoon your secret number, what would it have been? 
it's not far away from that. I mean, now polling's been been pretty consistent in the high 40s. Um, you know, obviously, as I say, these are the advanced votes. I think you'll find we might we might come off a little bit from where we are at the moment, but it's a very very positive start. And obviously, there's a number of electorates around the country where there's some there's some pretty impressive early results coming in as well. So you, your vote comes back a little bit, but you'd be disappointed if you don't go in by yourself or over the line by yourself, wouldn't you? Oh, look, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't say that at this stage. I mean, this is a very solid result for us. I mean, bear in mind. Mike, in the MP era, um, I think the biggest vote Labor's had is about 41.5-42. So this is, you know, in advance of that by by a significant margin. So it's a very, very positive result. But, you know, we've got to wait until we count all of the votes. Grant, is it fair to say it's all thanks to COVID? No, I don't think so, Barry. Nice to hear from you. Um, It's, you know, I mean, obviously the way that the the government has managed COVID is something that that people have appreciated. And I've picked that up as we've gone around the country. um, But really, in many ways, that is part of the picture of of the way we try and run government. I think we're seen um, as having been competent. We're seen as having been steady and stable. And we do have a plan for the future, um, which we've talked about as well on this campaign. But, um, you know, people look for competence in their government. They look for stability. And I think we've shown both of those things through COVID. Good on you, Grant. I appreciate it. At least you won't have to deal with the wealth tax now with this number, eh? Well, we weren't going to anyway, as you know, Mike. (laughs) Have a good night, mate. I appreciate it very much. Grant Robertson. Uh, Stuart Nash is with us. Stuart, good evening. G'day, Mike. How are you? Very well indeed. Have you called a victory yet at 8,127 votes and your nearest opponent at 5,182, 26% of the vote is in? No, no. Uh, I certainly don't count my chickens before the hatch. There's no doubt about that. So, you know, we're, we're quietly confident, but there's still a long way to go. Bigger number than you thought tonight at 50-ish percent so far? You sort of dare to hope that you could get above 50, but, but I never believed we would. Um, but again, there's a long way to go. But if Goodness me, if it uh, if we maintain 50, then that'll be an historic victory. But this is, there is there are many more votes to be counted yet, Mike. So you so you I don't know if you heard Grant, but he thinks the number will come back a little bit. But you you should be across the line by yourself, shouldn't you? Well, it's hard to know. I mean, as you know, there are a number of variables. Obviously, there's the vote on the election uh, on election night. There's about 70,000 uh, overseas voters that have enrolled to vote. If a great number of them vote, then that's about three percent. Um, there's obviously the unallocated vote, which has to be proportioned um, out to all the parties that make it. So there are a number of variables that will determine the final percentage. But, you know, it's looking good at this stage. But like I say, there are still uh, many, many more votes to be counted. Are you a little function tonight at your place? or? Yeah, we're at a bar in Napier called Emporium. It's a fantastic little place on the Marine... Well, it's not little, it's quite big, actually, on the Marine Parade. And there's a whole lot going on in Napier at the moment. And, of course, Mike, you know... Hawke's Bay, it's about 25 degrees outside, so it's a celebration. <laughs> and, and, and Hawke's Bay held the shield against Northland last night, so I did, I've got three things that need to be achieved this weekend, Mike. First of all, obviously winning the election. The second is Hawke's Bay holding the shield, and the third is the All Blacks winning uh, against Australia. And it's one out of one with Hawke's Bay. Let's hope it's two out of two tonight. Good on you, mate. Nice to catch up. We'll see you on Wednesday. Appreciate it very much, uh, Stuart Nash. Out of, um, out of Napier, so 8,127 votes to 5,882. I think he's um, fairly safe. Let's go back to that question, Barry, from earlier on. I mean, the, the, the vote in Southland, no, Labor doesn't outpoll national in Southland. So obviously things are going to change. That's right. It's the old Clutha Southland electorate. And, of course, it was uh, true ribbon blue as it, as it, you could possibly get it. I mean, Bill English held it for so many years. 
But uh, that was one of the big problems, of course, that National had was Hamish Walker uh, and his role during this campaign, uh, a great difficulty for Judith Collins. Um, so, um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, but, you know, I, I, for the life of me, can't understand how it could uh, basically change its colour after all these years. If it does, Bridget, if it, if it looks like carnage, for the National Party tonight, and there are there are seats lost, names that you household name, Nick Smith we mentioned earlier on, if the vote's only 26%, if there are places like Southland where the vote's collapsed, where do you go from there? Well, I think you rebuild. And it's just interesting, Southland I think is the same as North Shore. North Shore is a dark blue seat. Yeah. At the moment you've got the Labour Party on 41% and the National Party on 34 That's pretty concerning um, and a pretty big sign that something's gone quite wrong. Um, absolutely in terms of catastrophe. I think also because of the fact that National holds a number of electorate seats, who actually comes in actually ends up being quite, you know, basically male, white, middle-aged, to be honest, and that's what you kind of get. And that's probably the hardest thing to rebuild from. Exactly. What do you reckon, Neil? I mean, I mean, you, 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 you're having the night of your life, obviously, and this is the greatest. <laughs> greatest Look, as a Labour supporter, these don't come around very often. I mean, you've got to go back. When do, what do you have to go back to? Do you have to go back to how far back are we going till since Labour like really ran? Fifty percent. Yeah, I mean, never. I mean, I mean you're going b- b- back b- b- to pre I'm, I'm 38 before I was born. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, this is this is an historic night. Yeah. But do you take it and in, take into account that this is for one reason and one reason only, isn't it? Essentially. I th- look, I mean, it was a COVID election. Yeah. We can't yeah. deny that. But I, I do think, you know, how the government responded to COVID did matter. If they'd stuffed it up, mm. I think it would have been fatal. They're already under pressure on delivery. Yeah. I think if they'd stuffed up the COVID response and you we reckon? had an outbreak... Well, see, some of us would argue they did at least in part stuff it up. And so here's the, here's the example I always give. Daniel Andrews in Victoria. I mean, no one's cocked it up more than he has, and yet he still has 62% support. I just wonder if, if people got so... I don't know, fearful, worried, whatever it was, whoever's in charge wins, that's the end of that. Well, like I said, I mean, you look at the US, Donald Trump yeah. has stuffed it up royally. He's on the way to an absolute hiding from Joe Biden. You reckon? Yeah, look at the polls. Well, yeah, but I don't believe the polls. Uh, well, not, not in America. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. they had the polls. We don't want to get into American politics tonight. Jeez, maybe we'll do that after 10 o'clock. <laughs> when, so, so quick question, when does Jacinda turn up, Barry? Because, I mean, this is, or well, what, are you, what are you thinking? Is it Oh, 9, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't turn up yet. I mean, it's, um, what have we got? Um, we haven't, uh, we're only a uh, fifth of the vote counted. No, but I mean, you know what's going to happen. Well, the trend has been 50% yeah, all night. Yeah. It's hardly moved so, off okay, it. So, so it drops to 48. You're still turning up. Yeah, that's big, right. Big so so when, do you, when do you go? Well, I think it would be safer turning up now. She would be quite safe in doing so, but yeah. I don't think she will. I think she'll wait until over half the vote at least is What do you counted. do if you're Judith Collins? When do you concede? Um, well, you could say now, but, yeah. um, you know, again. She had done today, Barry. I know, I know she did. I mean, yeah. what happens? Nine yeah, o'clock this morning, she had her hair done. It's not going to look flashed tonight. I mean, tonight, how do you Mike? go down to the yacht squadron or wherever they are tonight and explain that to everybody? I, I mean, know. what a gutting night. Oh, terrible night. But then, look, she must have known when she took the job on three months ago, it was almost an impossible ask. Impossible to win, yeah. but, not, but you wouldn't have expected 26%, would you? No. Um, yeah, she, she'll be gutted at that. Um, she would have expected over 30%. But like I said, there's, um, uh, you know, uh, a fifth of, a, of the vote counted. So yeah. we're still a long way off it yet. I think, I think right now Judith Collins is probably making calls around her key supporters in caucus and deciding if she resigns tonight 
or if she Ooh, fights on. No, I think nah, you'd know. She I think it's definitely not. There's no way in the world you'd know. I think 26%. For who, though? No. You resign for who? who? Who's standing up to be the leader of the and, Well, I mean, party. Mark Mitchell might have a go. No. Uh, no. Simon Bridges could have a go. He's ruled no. out. They <laughs> Simon Bridges is definitely not stepping up tonight. <laughs> I, th- I mean, look, I think this is a problem for National, though. They have Are you no... rubbing this in, Neil? Are you just coming <laughs> yeah, up with no, no, Yeah, I no, think he's saying anything he wants to say. I would seriously say, though, I mean, the only reason she wouldn't resign tonight is because there's no obvious person, because everyone else they've tried as leader or has had to resign. But, I mean, normally any leader on 26%. They're gone. Oh, of course. No, you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, th- th- this is a catastrophe for nationals. Yeah, it's it's a disaster. Bother. There's no question about. It. Listen, we'll um, take a brief break and uh, come back in a moment.